When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome into the Marvel Stuff Podcast. <laughs> Excuse me. Like sorry, sorry, sorry. Other. The Other Stuff Podcast today. It's the Other Stuff Podcast. But I was going to actually say how we talk about Marvel Stuff every single week. Because that's what we do. Yeah, but that's the end. That's of not what we do. I mean, it's what we do every week besides this one, pretty much. We're, oh. we're not doing that this week. We're not doing that this no. week. No. Well, that's good. Because I didn't have a clever joke. So there we go. Problem solved. <laughs> uh, we're actually going to talk about some other stuff. and Mainly Avatar. If you guys... Caught our spoiler-free review. Uh, go check that out if you don't want to be spoiled. But we're gonna we're gonna get into some spoilers and really break down Avatar. We thought it was fun. It's different. Um, I kind of am gonna do a lot of comparing it to Black Panther. So there's a little bit of Marvel in that for you. But nice. Uh, so let's jump into it. I'm Coach, and with me as always, Josh Kennedy from Facebook. All right, Josh. So like I said, we're gonna talk about Avatar. Uh, big <laughs> long movie had a lot to do, and uh, yep. I think I it think really just it, made me decide that three hours is the cutoff for going to a movie in the middle of the week. I know it's tough. I think it's tough. Weekends it sucks that every movie comes out. I know Thursday the nights. Batman was super long. What other? What was the other really long one this year? Black Panther. Was Black really Panther long. was also really long. Yeah, just happens, man. I yeah, mean, they're we've great. Had, we've had three. Like, I'm not complaining that they're long, but I'm complaining that I'm an idiot and watch them on Thursday nights instead of just waiting till the weekend. I don't know, but you like you feel like you need to. You feel like you got to get it in there. Yeah, it is interesting that there has been sort of a, a renaissance of these these more epics. There hadn't really been any since like the last Avatar. I guess I don't remember um, how long that one was. The, the Snyder cut of Justice League was really that's long, four hours, but it didn't have a theatrical that, release, so that didn't have. I think the closest Batman comparison is like long? them doing those multi movie in a night thing like they did black panther and then also wakanda forever back to back like that's they did that and that's kind of insane but it is interesting they they went to go the long route which i think is why i'm gonna be just naturally comparing it to black panther a lot because it's the last movie i watched that was also practically three hours long uh but before we jump into that let's just sort of give our our thoughts on avatar give me just an, an unabridged three minutes go in any direction you want what what were you thinking as you watched this movie? I don't know if I'll get the full three minutes, but I'll I'll say that I uh, enjoyed it. Visually stunning. It made every other movie that's come out in the last decade just look like what I what do I say? Microsoft Paint. It just the graphics, the everything. It just it's insane how much they can accomplish with the right amount of technology and the right amount of time. It it really redefines what. Hollywood is capable of as far as representing a world that's not actually there. It's not 100% yet. You can still tell what's real and what's not, especially when you have a human in the same scene. So I think that was uh, Spider being one of the main, not main characters, but one of the like pretty strong supporting characters. He was in there a lot. And when you see him next to the uh, Avatar species, you can, you can tell what like, which one is, you know, actually there. But that's that's about it. Everything else looked insanely good. And when it was just a collection of like this 
CGI forest or the CGI water or the islands. It just it take it took it to a completely new world. And this is the first uh, real 3D movie I've seen in quite a long time. I think it's essentially the same thing as IMAX, and we decided to do that on this one. I don't think it's a hundred percent needed, but it definitely made the experience pretty cool. I know a couple of scenes, there's like, you know, lightning, essentially lightning bugs, but they're not actually lightning bugs. Sometimes they're fish, sometimes they're you know bird things, but the lights moving around while you're watching the film or like when they would get behind uh, blades of grass, it, it forced depth perception and stuff like that. It, it did a really good job at that for sure. Yeah, there was definitely certain shots that were like very impressively 3D and some that were like, ah, that's the old school cheesy 3D, like what you would have at both. Yeah, both back, ball, like, back ah. with the arrow. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, that's as far as Dory's concerned, uh, a lot of it was compelling. Some of it, maybe not so much, but I don't think that's too much of an issue. I think it was fine uh there was stronger stories and a couple of ones that kind of fell to the wayside did you did you feel like they they closed up every story they started obviously they had to set up for the sequel but for uh things that they that seem pretty much contained within this one film did you feel that everything kind of wrapped adequately i don't know that i think jake's jake's story really came to a head he didn't evolve I think that they, much i think they set up each of the kids yeah and and pushed them to the next level they might not have finished their story but they definitely they set them they put them on the next level of growth sometimes they, when they, they the when they introduce kids of the main characters sometimes those kids can immediately fall to the wayside and you only use them in like specific tropes like everybody makes the joke about everybody loves raymond but then there is like, yeah, but everybody hates kids because he has three kids the entire show, but they show up twice a season. So like they, they didn't go that route. The kids were ever present and all of them had uh, a decent amount of depth, some more than others, because we visited them with more screen time. But I don't think any of those characters fell flat, which is hard to do because there were four children plus Spider and then obviously uh, Jake and so is Aldana's character, which I don't remember her name, but yeah, I think if if I was gonna, I think if you as you watch this movie, if you're someone who saw the first one and you you liked it enough, you think it's like a pretty good movie. You come and you start watching this one. I think it's first off, it's cool to get back to Pandora. You get to see it. The, the, everything still looks good. The mountains still look good. They even show you certain things at night that they didn't show you before. There's some some shots that look cool to give you something visually different. Um, but as the story sets up. It's very sci-fi. It's very, oh, the, the humans are coming back um, the sky but to take their revenge. But it's not really to take their revenge. As it explains, they're like here to terraform Pandora because they're, you know, very classic sci-fi plot stuff. The explanation makes a lot up. of sense. <laughs> they did it in the yeah. first one. I mean, it was weird that in the first one they were like clearing trees and forests and stuff to make room for stuff. And then this one, it kind of felt a little bit different. I'm, I'm going to hit on one of those things just because it makes me laugh that they went from trying to get the unobtainium, which is a terrible name, just terrible cliche, to like is that what it was harvesting called? weird. In the first movie, yeah, they were like, it was like an ore and it was called unobtainium. That is a terrible, terrible name. They just get it because it's not able to be obtained. You get it? Yeah. It's unobtainium. I guess I didn't put that together. So they essentially just <laughs> switched that out for another 
weird element yeah. in this one. Interesting. Yeah, which I think is not their best choice. But that's one of the things I thought as I watched this movie. I thought they're aware that this movie is a lot longer. There's a big gap between when we saw Avatar 1 and when we saw this. They knew that. And I think this movie sets up a lot like it's a first movie in a series. I can appreciate that the actual time off was reflected in the characters. Like he that part's cool. Just got with his girl at the at, you know near the end of the first one, and then in this one, there you know it's four kids later, three kids later, and they adopted one. Yeah, and like 15, 16 year old kids. Like yeah, they're I guess you don't really know how like quickly they they seem in the like human range of 14 to 17 but yeah like they it establishes they had been there a long time it took the humans a while to get back um and it it causes an issue and 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 so it's it's pretty good it's a good setup we appreciate jake we appreciate his family humans are coming back the first hour this movie sort of takes place still in the forest of pandora so let's focus just in this section here as that stuff's going on, they're in the forest, humans are back, there's a little bit of like, I guess you would call it guerrilla warf going on. The the Navi are sort of fighting back against the humans. Yep. I don't know that it's really accomplishing much, but what do we think of that whole Well, that was interesting that? that like we started at a time period after all the kids had grown up, and then it shows the humans returning, and then we get another time jump immediately that's one year later. So it's just the interesting that like it took humans that long to start a war or it's it's showing that they're kind of in the middle of something i guess that makes a lot of sense because you wouldn't want to start at the beginning in that specific scenario so the fact that they're further along and the navi are prepared and are finding ways to take out the humans it, it really worked for you know a while it it so I like there's a couple of scenes that are really good. I think the first, you know, the high scene of the the train, it's classic. Just like every other scene where Grill yep. Warfare mm-hmm. takes trains off of tracks. Yeah. You know, just because it's future technology. All the stuff's the same. It's very classic stuff. Some of the cool action scenes, the shooting bows through windows never gets old. Oh, they did it so many and times in this movie. So many times. Yeah, there was like seven stuff. different kills that way. And I liked it every time. And Jake's a cool leader. I think Jake is a cool he military. Is. Like if he feels cool when he's the leader, so all that stuff's good. It's setting up a little bit of the kid stuff. Side note: you, know, the- <laughs> you watched the movie with me, but just for the whole first two hours, I was like, "Why does Jake sound so familiar?" And I couldn't think of what I knew his voice from. Not his acting, because I knew he was in the first Avatar, and I guess he was in Clash of the Titans, right? But that wasn't what yeah. it was associated. He was like, I swear I've heard this voice talking military stuff in like a cartoon or a video game that I played. It turns out he was the, like one of the main voices in Black Ops. And t- those are two of the only Modern Warfare or excuse me, Call of Duty games that I played the story mode for. So that's why it resonated so much. So that was pretty funny trying to figure that out for an hour. Yeah, it definitely. It's one of those things that definitely bothers you when you try to figure it out. He's like, I just want to know. I just mm-hmm. want to know what I know. Uh but so yeah, it sets up the this whole scene setting up the kids. There's some that I like better than other. I really like the the idea that there was Doctor Foster. That's her name. Not, no, that's Sigourney Thor. Weaver. Whatever <laughs> Sigourney Weaver's character. Yeah, whatever that doctor's name is. She dies in the first one, but she like, had an avatar that was left behind. We don't understand how, but it magically got pregnant. Uh huh. And that's and gonna be it. Gave birth to one of 
gave birth to one of the daughters that you know her name is Kiri, and apparently she was also played by Sigourney Reaver. I was really confused, but I looked into it later. I was like, oh, so they just de-aged her. I was like, why does she seem so familiar? And it's so she's. I mean, that's interesting. So I didn't think about that. The voice is definitely yeah. Not you say it. Mm-hmm. Um, she's the only face of all the avatars. I think that face is the only one that gives off that sort of uncanny valley. Like it's not quite there. It feels a little too human to be Navi. Whereas I think Jake's, I think the two boys, I think the youngest daughter, they, they look Navi and it, it looks real. It looks good. It's perfect. Um, that her face is the only one that's a little too humanoid for me. So it gives a little, I think maybe that might be intentional though. So, I mean, it it may, yeah, no, you're right. That's a good point. It's, she's portrayed as different, even among the future main character. I think that was pretty much established in this movie that she, I don't know that I think she's going to, I think she's the main plot point for the next, at least two movies. Yeah, that might be true. That might be, she might be like the main, the plot might revolve around, but I don't know if she'll have any more screen time. I think they established the two the two kids, the the second oldest son and her as like yeah the next two main behind Jake. Uh, but I liked her setup. I liked the way she like jumped on her mom. Was you know she was excited to see, and she was very sweet. I thought Spider was an interesting little. I liked Spider. It was interesting that he had a crush on Kiri the entire time. But you're just like, is that yeah. weird? It feels weird. But at the same time, it's like he, yeah. He did grow up around them, so it's kind of natural at the same time. I don't, I don't know how to explain that properly, but it was kind of awkward. <laughs> the other thing is, the spider is a is a human, like an actual human baby who couldn't get the son go back of to Earth. Uh, the general whose the, name is the, escaping the colonel. The colonel, yes, yeah. Um, don't so that was interesting that they they kept him and he grew up and he was interesting. He was an interesting character. Um, you. He's not quite the the fifth son of Jake. No, but he's kind of like yet, Tarzan. <laughs> he's essentially yeah. just Tarzan in this area, and I was into it. I liked I liked all that stuff. I liked the lab. I liked the lab people who left behind. I thought all that stuff was cool. Everything that's going on was cool, except that I felt like the war was being a little bit too much of the movie. In the first hour, I was like, I was... like if this is going to be a three hour war movie, I'm going to hate it." But it wasn't, and it wasn't. <laughs> It, well, did, it, it did seem so, like it was leaning that way in the very beginning. Like, man, they invaded quick. This Is this whole movie going to be like this? I'm going to be exhausted by the end. Yeah, exactly. And I thought from the trailers and stuff, I thought maybe the idea of Way of the Water is going to be they're going to go get the Water Tribe to come help them fight. That's not actually what it is. The main plot of the movie is that they get displaced. They have to flee the forest. Right. Uh, because they're being hunted. They want to protect the other forest people. They hide amongst the water tribes. I guess you, I don't know. Yeah, just call the water tribes. There's some different ones, but the whole point of the movie is they're going to go there and then it gets to do the whole tropes of getting used to the water and learning new skills. And like started, yeah, learning new skills. Repeating a lot of the beats from the first movie, which again is why I'm saying there's a line at the end of this movie. I'll say it. Now. There's a line at the end of the movie where he goes like this. We are the water people. Now this is our tribe. This is a, it feels weird because like <laughs> he just went through the same arc. Yep. With the forest people in the first movie. But that's why I'm telling you this second movie feels like they were like, it's a continuation, Yep. but it's a continuation. in the idea that the Lord of the Rings is a continuation to the Hobbit. 
not that this is the Lord of the Rings 2. If that makes sense. I mean, it was like a little bit of... It's definitely a continuation, but it feels like it was the starting point of what's going to be its own separate... It's all the Star well, Wars movies. movies. You just mean the difference between the Star Wars movies, like the different trilogies. That's kind of what you're saying here. Like, Qui-Gon was yeah, never going to show like, up in <laughs> Episode Nine or whatever. Yeah. But but it has the same characters. That's why I like, it's not a perfect analogy, because Jake is the main character in both. But the it definitely feels there you'll, the you'll, whole time. Yeah, give, give it that. There you go. <laughs> you'll get it when you watch it, though. You'll understand yeah. what I mean when, you, when it feels like it's, it's its own separate first movie of a trilogy. Or four movies, or whatever you would call it. I, I, I think he's on contract for five more, I think. Four or five. I don't know if there's five total. I think it's five, five additional. total. Okay. I think his goal is to five total. Uh, and for the record, I think three is already done. It's completely post-production and everything done. I think four is already filmed. Post-production is not done. And five, I don't well, think Well, I think once you get the hang of like working with the CGI equipment and taking... 13 years to put out a new project you kind of get the hang of making more and also i i i can almost appreciate that they kind of backlogged it a little bit because they knew it was going to take a while for technology to catch up with some of james cameron's ideas and now that they feel like they're to that point they can just build off of it which is cool yeah and i think that 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 transitions us into the way of water pretty well because yeah. i think that's the technological hurdle he wants oh, to get to i guess we could water. talk about the, the kids getting captured i mean that was it was early signs of like the older brother taking the blame for the second oldest sibling and classic sibling dynamics yep. and the rebellious second oldest was like oh we should go to this place we're not supposed to go and he's an idiot and brought the the younger kids when he definitely shouldn't have type of thing or the younger yeah kid. i think I like that storyline. I think I said I, I kind of like the daughter one a little bit better, but I do like the two brothers. Yeah. And the younger brother feeling like he can't do anything but mess up and he's not getting any respect, which makes him try even more hard, which just gets him in more trouble. And that I mean, they, they the genuinely nailed. Not It's not a uh, catch-all, but the, the sibling dynamics in most plays, like a lot of times the oldest one does get the hardest, you know, look from the parents. And then the, the second kid's like, oh, I don't want to, I'm not going to be the same as the first one. So I'm going to go do my own thing. And it's yeah, pretty accurate to what and, happens. And they do a good job of having the older brother. Like you, you still want to treat your younger brother like your brother. So you still like, dude, I'm just telling you, you're looking like an idiot. That's all I'm yep. saying. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I'm not, I'm not going to physically stop you, even though that's what dad would want me to do. But I'm just telling you, you look like an idiot right now. So they yep. do that really well. Uh, I guess the one thing we should mention that we... The villain returns. So Colonel returns, but this time as an avatar. They set it up with science mumbo jumbo. He like... Memories on a flash drive. They copied his memories. Yeah. Couldn't remember and his they death. downloaded it. Right. Into an avatar. And the avatar comes back. And it's, it's him, but now as an avatar. Which the- ends up being one of those main storylines they also gave all of the avatars just like sick tattoos <laughs> all of the military guys put tattoos on their avatars <laughs> i don't care about any of the other ones i don't me either it was the just whole like, the whole avatar j squad was no, just like it was i didn't care at all it was but the main guy i think was very interesting i think the only reason they needed first it happened, is for the cool final boss fight where you can't you have to have avatar and avatar crime you can't just you know do whatever you gotta fire i think they just wanted to bring that guy back uh, there is a fire truck going on. Oh, yeah. Hopefully it's going not on. my house that's on fire. Put out all these hot takes. Uh, 
<laughs> Keep going. I think they just wanted. I think they wanted the actor back. I think they liked the dynamic he had with Jake, and I think it was the right choice. It's hard to introduce like, a new villain too in this scenario. It's like, how could you? You could have. I mean, you, what else is compelling? You could have just had some human show up who was just like really like, all right, I'm the super badass whose only job it is is to hunt down Jake. I mean, whatever. But I thought this was more interesting. Yeah. Because as as the movie develops, one of the storylines that's happening is this this colonel in the Avatar body sort of experiencing Pandora. And he's having a whole, like, he's chasing Jake, but he's also learning to be an Avatar. Mm-hmm. Or learning to be... The, Navi, I liked I the way they did this. It was very interesting. Because... He was still a cold-hearted dude through this whole thing, but there were glimpses of a newfound humanity, which is a funny way to phrase it because he's no longer human. But that's exactly what I'm trying yeah. to say. A here. big spoiler alert. Yes. If you you're gonna want to watch this movie, I promise you, you're gonna want to watch this movie. So if you don't want to be spoiled, stop here. But big spoiler: he does end up living throughout the end. The villain, the bad guy, lives. Yep. And I think it's the right call because I think he's gonna have a very interesting next three movies i yeah i mean i was disappointed but also it it tracked completely so whatever it's fine yeah i just i think it's gonna be interesting i'm i'm very curious i think because i think the avatars are gonna need or the navi or i keep i'm gonna mess that up the whole time whatever all right back to the way of water we were talking about so they transitioned they had to run away because like i said their kids got caught they got away yep Jake decides they're going to leave the forest to protect people and to protect his family, mainly to protect his family. He's very afraid that his family's going to die. So his his thing. And they go to the water and man, does the water look good? Dude. When we say the tribe, you pulled off too, like the turquoise people there. I like the difference in evolutionary pat, like, biological things that made perfect sense it's like yeah they would need tails that can swim better than these stupid tree swinging tails and i i really like the dynamics that like this whole it's that whole world building thing we touch on all the time it's like that's cool stuff they're in they they very much took in some inspiration from like samoan tribes and living in like the peloponnesian type of things and uh it, it was it was really cool it was fun to watch but they're still definitely Navi. They're right. Still definitely, 100%. They still do. The, they, they hiss and they do the teeth and they. You had a problem all that stuff. with them speaking the same language, but then I countered you and I think it was. A good uh, yeah. You made a good point in the spoiler free that they're all connected to the same earth and their earth like literally can talk to them. Right. So it, make, it, it makes a little bit of sense that all the different tribes would actually have the same language. So I let it pass. Uh, what was clever, and we didn't mention this, it was oh, very was so clever cool. in the beginning of the movie. Yep. He was like, the first 10 minutes or so is them talking Navi with subtitles. Yep. And honestly, I didn't even notice, didn't mind, didn't care, I thought it was nice. And then at one point he makes a line, he's like, wow, I've been doing it so long that it just sounds like English. And then everyone speaks English for the rest of the movie. Oh, it was clever. in the middle of a kid's like fight over a toy and it was saying like, I hate yeah. you. He called her like penis breath or something weird like that. And that was like one of the first English words. I'm like, this is great. Uh, so it's very hilarious. clever very smart very, James yeah. Cameron good job one of the best scenes of the movie like which said, is weird because it, it's not like it was all that exciting but it, maybe not the best scene most clever scene I would say yeah. water tribe people they look cool they're impressive I did think it was funny when the when the princess came out of the water first off they had classic teenage uh, yeah the teenage drama romance too. There. it's like yeah this makes this, uh, this also tracks in like that's the, what I'm saying the, this, the there's a lot of good stuff in this mm-hmm. movie um, I feel good about my 
braiding him an eight. Uh, but I thought it was funny to her. It's just that they're a little bit thicker, right? The whole water people, the little bit bigger shoulders, little wider hips. Except that you had to still make the princess extremely skinny. Well, so she looked like Jasmine from Aladdin. It's, it's just doing the female Stitch from Lilo and Stitch. <laughs> like, why does this alien species have to have a body body? <laughs> It's like, because yeah, yeah. she's a girl. You, I don't know. You just got to do it. But I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, but all this stuff looks good. The water's incredible. I think reseeing the forest and reseeing Pandora and the Floaty Mountains, that stuff looked cool. The uh, the landing, like with the fire, I thought that was a little over the top. but it The, the Hallelujah Mountains, I believe they're called. Yeah, the Hallelujah Mountains. That stuff looks cool. But the water's the most impressive part. It's of, incredible. Like, it, it literally just looks like water. It literally looks like well, some of it was when I went on my honeymoon. Like especially the scenes where like some of it's in the water and some of it's out of the water. That was a hundred percent filmed in real water with like waterproof cameras and stuff. But once you start going like underwater and doing like the physics of all that, it was definitely more stuff they had to mess. And you with. would never. I'm, I'm telling you, there's no way you watch this movie and you could tell me what's real water and what's fake water. Right. I just wouldn't. I wouldn't believe that you. Would, you. I just don't believe you'd get it right. Um, the creatures in the water, I think, aren't as cool looking as the flying creatures or the the big rhinos. It just, or the... It's different dinosaurs, man. It's just like watching, like, <laughs> just dollar general dinosaurs. That's, that's essentially what all of these things are. Yeah. I see. Yeah, I just don't think any of them look quite as cool. Like, the water, the main water things that they, like, they use their tail to stir kind of looks like have seen from the newest the the Jedi, uh, where they ride on the salt, and they kind of balance themselves in the water with their tail, but they can dive underwater. Mm. Those things are okay. The big the big ones that have to start with a T. I don't know what their names are. They don't look like overly cool, but the fact that they can talk to the Navi directly and like can oh the whale looking things souls and we should just call them whales because that's they're just, yeah the giant whales they're alien the, whales the big giant whales. They're cool. The fact that they like legitimately have a culture and they used to go to war with each other. I liked like, the, you learn that stuff. There's a couple cool. lines that they are probably smarter than the Navi race. I was really into that. It also made me sad because we know that the whalers are killing these things and they have more emotion. Yeah. And but it's cool that they gave them this idea of a background that's like they're pacifists because they used to go to war with each other. And they decided killing always leads to more killing. We're never going to fight back. And it sort of gives a reason that, like, yeah, we are smarter. We could figure this out. Yeah. We decide not to. Right. Um, but, yeah, once they're at the water, the movie really kind of takes place. There's the there's some cool scenes with the learning how to swim. And there's the big reveals. A lot of cool shots of them swimming through the water and mm-hmm. seeing the big whales. All that good stuff. Did you have a favorite, like, because, you know, there was probably five or six times where James Cameron was just like, hey, look at this. Look how cool this looks. Did you I'm, have a favorite one of those? Uh, I mean, and on that, that doesn't count. I, I like the flippy scene that happens with the middle son and the whale later in the movie. Does that count? Or do you mean as an intro? Yeah, no, that's a good that's Okay, a good that's, one. Yeah, that was like, one of my favorite scenes of the movie. It's just him, like, hanging out with his whale friend. And they're just like doing flips and dives and swimming fast. I was like, this is really fun. Like, I thought the boy and his pet whale was going to be kind of a lame storyline. 
but it ended up being one of the better ones and it came around full circle by the end of the movie. So it was very clever, very clever, James Cameron. Yes, that was that one looked really cool. I think the uh the shot of the daughter when she plugged into the uh, Oh yeah, yeah, the the, the essentially the reef like uh to connect yes. with the world type of thing. The the spirit tree, but it's underwater. The sp- yeah, the way of the, the water. spirit reef. Um, and she connected, and like she, she kind of has like a seizure, and like her whole body lights up. Is like lighting up. Through it, it's cool. It looked like you know the Avatar or something like going full Avatar mode. So I thought that was a really cool shot, and they had wide pans, so that looked cool. I let's break it down one storyline at a time and kind of decide which storyline we liked, what we liked about them. Uh, we've, we've already talked a little bit about the, the Colonel. Yeah. We can, we can spoil it from beginning to end. He wakes up in an avatar body. He fights off people. He realizes that he's an avatar of a dead Colonel. Yep. He goes down, he's searching for Jake. He finds out he has a son who's alive he captures and that son. He doesn't like him at first. Captures. Yeah. Uh, doesn't feel that type but he, of relationship, but then he But he does, though. Does. I think yeah. he does. Yeah. I think he, like, he Slight. tries to sell like it doesn't matter because he's, you know, he's a military guy. Right. But you can, you can feel that he does because he takes Spider with him on missions for, like, no reason other than for character development for a movie. Right. But it's interesting. And it it's the Spider's sort of, like, mocking him, like, oh, you... You this talk like a three-year-old. Yeah, and he's teaching him how to be a Navi. So he's learning all this stuff. But eventually, it comes down to brass taxes, and he has to go hunt Sully. The, he finds out they're in the water tribe. And he, he sort of sticks like, with his guerrilla tactics, and it really shows Spider the type of guy he actually is still. Like when they went to the but, first water tribe, it was pretty messed but up. But Spider is able to stop him from killing innocents. From murdering murdering people yeah but they all burned their houses down and shot right. their their sea sister yeah exactly so it's it's this definitely thing of like this guy's a bad guy like yep. how far back can spider bring him is it far enough back to like become a good guy and redeemable i don't know yet i'm just i, I really want to know how they're gonna answer. This series, how because eventually, like you know how movies work, he's gonna flip sides, and Jay, he's gonna have to work with Jake in a future movie. I don't Probably. know how they're gonna yeah. introduce another villain. Like, who is it gonna be? It's gonna feel weird when it comes around, but we'll get there. Yeah, it'll probably be like a big guy in a giant, be like a fire tribe. Yeah, probably Iron Man suit or something. Got the earth in the water so far. We definitely got a volcano <laughs> Navi chill. I know, right? I'm actually very curious if they're ever going to do something like that. But I like his whole story. I don't think it's my favorite story. But he does that. He, he learns to be a Navi. He isn't quite as bad a guy as he could be because of Spider. But he's definitely here to kill Jake. He ends up losing that fight. Sure then it catches in the plot. And he does it by luring them out by hunting the whales yeah we learned a little bit of plot during that but his kids for the seventh time in the movie those kids could not stay free man <laughs> which i guess logically tracks if kids are going to be dumb they really would get caught a lot more often in movies and tv shows than we're willing to acknowledge <laughs> so i kind of appreciate that about this one how the kids just yeah, kept exactly. getting caught <laughs> 
especially in a world where you can just like jump on flying swimming machines that like they could just go bonkers wherever they right. want exactly i like that storyline it's not my favorite one but is there anything about his story that you liked didn't like you wanted to not that we haven't talked about no he was he was he was a good character good antagonist uh all right let's go on to let's do the the, the daughters then we hit on her beginning, her origin, her start, how she Kiri is Sigourney Weaver's. That's one of the. That's the only one that I know. Sort of the the little baby girl. I don't remember her name. I don't remember the brothers' names, but I, they say Kiri so much that I'm just like, okay, got it. We got one locked in. Kiri and Jake nailed it. Mm-hmm. My Jake, I like her story. You 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 watch throughout the movie that she has a very different connection to Awa, which is like the sort of spirit slash earth God entirely slash, yeah exist and she, it it shows it in subtle ways to begin with right she like falls asleep in a meadow and like as she's sleeping and breathing the, a is breathing with her and then spider's like you're doing it again and she's like oh oh so weird yeah and she can she can sort of like manipulate things. things that yeah like fireflies and then fish and just lots of things that she like plants she has a connection yeah exactly she She can control things and she just she sort of doesn't understand why she she feels like she can connect to awa to connect to her to gorney weaver's you know dead character right way and she it's very important to her and she also wants to know who her dad is but as the movie goes on i think it's trying to like establish that she she's supposed to like let it go and just accept her connection to Awa. Stop being like annoyed that she's different. Right. She definitely seems bothered that she's different. She's supposed to they come around to it. That's classic teenage girl stuff use. though. Like you especially if you're super smart, it's just or like I even super pretty you can or super not pretty. It's just the whole thing about fitting in. Like kids and teenagers and one of the things is like you try and blend in for the most part takes a special kind of person to like actively try and stick out. So the fact that she had no choice with her half human, you know, she's got the human fingers and she's got this weird connection with Awa. Like it was, it it was always going to be impossible for her to blend in. And she felt outcast a little bit. Yeah. But she, she sort of comes around to it. And like you said, by the end, she's able to use that connection to like, have the plants help her defeat some enemies and right. all the cool stuff that she gets to do. Um, I like her storyline. I think it's interesting. I wonder if it's going to be like the right thing. I don't know if we'll ever find out who the dad is. There might not be a dad. I think there's there's an argument. Ego, the that living Awaka planet, just... stupid Kurt Russell yeah, exactly. knocking up another lady. <sighs> definitely could be that. Um, I hope not. Yeah, there's there's an argument to be made that there could be a movie that Awa just. As you know, it's a mystical right. forest. Could have gotten her. She could be born of the force. Who knows? She's, but she's I like her connection. I like her Jesus. character. Virgin Mary. And and like you said, I think there's a chance that she's going to be able to be exactly that. Jesus. She's going to be able to be like very above everything and do really cool, powerful Oh, yeah. It's going to be sweet. In future movies. So I look forward to that. We're going to skip the best one. Would you agree the sons, the two brothers are the best storyline? Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So let's talk about Jake and Jake and his, uh, his wife. Do we know the wife's name? Nope. Uh, so is Aldana. <laughs> well, Aldana's character. 
that's a cool that's an interesting little story him being a dad he's very like a military dad at times in the movie she tries to make him softer but then as the movie develops she becomes the one who's more war hungry well they they have to be yeah that was it was very interesting how they handled that it was trying to like find that balance of trying to keep your kids safe but also acknowledging that you are at war and you can't protect the kids from everything it was kind of a fun dichotomy there yeah i think that was supposed to be jake's story that's supposed to be his growth his growth was supposed to be like if you play scared you're just gonna end up getting burned right it's like it's like they always say with football it's good football reference i know you guys love when i make those you walk on the field try not to get hurt you're gonna get hurt and i think that's kind of what his story was supposed to be is like you gotta learn to trust your kids you gotta learn like they're just gonna get themselves more hurt if you can't just accept it the situation is what it is i think he was interesting like i said i think he's a cool commander uh zoe saldana's character is awesome her, her kill shots her action scenes are just and she fire. when she gets she the has, berserker rage dude like wolverine and she like obviously she looked a little bit like gamora's angry eyes which makes a lot of sense she was like hardcore female warrior and i was super she is a couple times way cooler she's than way she ever cool. is as gamora i know i agree uh, for sure she's a they have like a there's a very very small subtle thing about how like she doesn't like spider and she doesn't want Spider to be part yeah, of the family. No, so there's weird. like a small moment where like Spider's afraid of her and stuff. It's so it's so small and like lightly hinted on that I'm just like I knew it was gonna come around though. Movie. I knew it was gonna happen when they referenced it in the first place, when they're like, Oh, he's like a stray cat, he should be staying with his own kind. Which she knows that Jake is human, so why is she being prejudiced? It was just kind of weird. But... I don't know. That's what I say. It doesn't it, it doesn't quite track that. and it leads to like a small moment, but not an important one. It's uh, no. To me, it was not necessary. I don't love it. But she's such a badass that it's okay. Yeah. The uh the story, I guess you the Talk tribes, about the relationship with the, the water the, tribes, like how Kate Winslet's yeah, character was, was say. immediately against the forest people coming in there. And uh protecting protecting her own. Right. I thought she was good, though. I thought she was a good actor. I like the idea that they had a movie where there was just, like, a pregnant character the whole time. Yep. Like, it wasn't like, oh, you're pregnant, and then you give birth. And, and no, she was pregnant, and she was still living her life. To twins, the way it was. and just get choked by the Force, and then, you know, turn into Darth Vader. That yeah, they, they real, I'm glad they didn't do anything stupid like that. She just stayed pregnant the whole time, because that's how pregnancies actually work. You don't just get to skip nine, nine months. <laughs> Yeah, and so I thought it was visually interesting. I thought it I like the correlation her character with her and her sister, her sister whale. That was great. How the sister whale just had her yeah. first calf, and she was like pregnant with her like fourth kid or whatever. It was very cool. It made it made the like whale hunting scene that much more dramatic for me and her. Obviously, the character. Good stuff. Yeah, it's the the whole the whales coming back. And saying hi to everybody. That's yeah, a great scene. That was sick. Super good. Uh, really learned the how chieftain of the water tribe. He was really, he was pretty good. He like, he feels like the type of character that would definitely fall one dimensional. And in a way he was able to avoid that a little bit. Not, I mean, he wasn't as developed as other characters, but at times he was stoic and other times he was genuinely concerned with like the safety of his kids. And, he took a couple of opportunities to try and like 
teach the other kids and like, hey, take it easy on these new guys. Don't let like we know. I I liked his speech about helping them not feel useless. That was fantastic. I mean, it was a backhanded compliment, but like or a backhand. It was it was an insult, but not. It was like a constructive one. Like we're just acknowledging what's actually true, and we are trying to help you. I I really liked the way he handled pretty much almost every situation in this movie. Like he's he's very much a C less character, but that's all I'm saying is like he was another well developed character that I was glad was there. And yep. he what he had the opportunity to sell Jake out later in the movie, chose not to do so. Like he was he was a cool mm-hmm. guy. I like him. I liked him. I liked his kids. He's got the son who plays the classic bully, but eventually comes around. And That's a good little brother. Yeah. It's a good little setup because it also sets up the younger brother getting to talk to the we'll talk about all that when we talk about his storyline. Um, which also ties into the princess who has a little bit of romance who like, I thought it was cute that she like, when she talked to her whale, she like talked to her whale. I met a boy. Oh, I met a boy. What? That's a great, that's do we know you could feel in the theater. Do we actually were like, Oh, do we actually know which brother she was trying to be with? Because by the end of the movie, I was still a little confused because I thought that it was definitely the middle brother by the end. Right. But then like, she didn't actually show romantic interest. She was like, it's because you're, this brother or whatever so i don't know if she was into the older brother or if she is in the middle one like no i definitely need to watch it again yeah i definitely need to watch it again romantic dynamic not even to understand the to know which brother is which there was a legitimate two hours where one was on the screen without the other one yeah i wasn't sure who it was they have different hairstyles and they are different heights but they were so very close to looking the same. And there's so many new characters. There's so exactly. many new characters. It's hard to keep them all straight. I will watch it again and know. I'm pretty confident her romance was with the, the younger brother, brother the whole time. Yeah, to teach him to breathe. Yeah, I think you're right. I believe you're right because she yeah. taught him the, the breathing techniques, yes. which he teaches to the dad later. So you are correct. Yes. Okay. Glad we figured that out on, uh, on tape. <laughs> the romance was always uh, with the middle brother. Good. Yeah, I mean, it was it was just confusing to know which brother's which. Who's she talking to at any given moment? That um, kind of sucks, though. She's good, and she's nice as soon as they get there. Yeah. That's all good stuff. Um, let's talk about the best story. We got one more we can some... touch on just briefly. It was the middle brother and his relationship with the outcast whale. Because that was... I think that... I think that's part of his story. I think okay, so we'll we continue. say we'll the brothers, follow. but I think it it really is the middle brother and then the, the younger brother, brother playing. It's older his brother. story. The older brother is connected to it. The whale's connected to it. Jake is connected to it. Yes, but he is he is the fourth story that's going on in this. In some ways, it's really three stories. It's the the daughter, the brother, and the colonel coming back. He said, "I think." Of all the things he does, he has a cool little romance. He's like a fish out of water trying to learn how to be part of He's so thick skulled and rebellious. He really like they really hit that home. Like he got he got his sisters caught. He almost got himself killed in war at the very beginning. And his brother did the classic older brother thing and just like, oh, that was me. It's my fault. I'll take the blame. He does it a couple different times in the movie. And then he, uh, you know, what's his face finally gets around to uh, taking the blame for the other brother or for the chieftain son, which we'll get to. Yeah, but he grows. He grows throughout the movie. At the beginning, he wants to just be 
robust. He just wants to be part of the action. He's, you know, I think he wants to have fun. He's also trying to establish but, that he's different than his brother because his brother's like yep. essentially like trying to be the perfect soldier to his father, like being everything that his father built him up to be. So the younger brother naturally wants to rebel against that structure because he never feels like he'll do the same thing as his brother, which neither should he, but that's that's why I said the sibling but, dynamic thing is really, really well done. But then he meets the whale. So there's a scene where like he goes out to this, I think they call it like Three Brothers Rock or whatever, the bully of the tribe. This is when I went chased pee. by this big fish. Street. It's a long scene. This is one of those scenes that was like longer than it needed to be, but it was good because it gave Well, I, I, I got the point, yeah. As soon as they got back, I was like, oh, uh, okay, yeah. Because I saw them leave together with the bully, tro- the, the bully troop. And when I came back, he was stuck in coral, surrounded by dangerous fish. I was like, okay, I can put the lines together. <laughs> yeah. He gets chased by this fish and he gets saved by the big whale. Um, and that's when his character changes because he goes from being rebellious for the sake of being rebellious. Right. To like, no, I have a friend who needs me. I want to help them. You guys don't understand. And that's where you start to feel for him. Because now you're like, hey, I get that he was a turd, but he's like right now. Like he's actually in the right. Yep. You guys aren't. He identifies with the idea of not living up to expectations, which he even acknowledges in a little bit here. So, yeah. And this is this. He was a great. We talk about we talk about these whales. This whale has its own storyline. Yeah. Whale is great. Is an outcast because he fought back against the humans when they're not supposed to. These whales have decided they're not going to kill. And him fighting back got more water whales killed. And so now he's an outcast. And it's very interesting. He has a missing front end. He had a harpoon sticking through the other one or whatever. It was, yeah, it's crazy that like he never once speaks like a line that we, because he he speaks, it's interesting that he has another language. That doesn't sound like English, but they give you subtitles. But even the but even the outcast Navi can understand it. Right. So there's like mm-hmm. a there's some sort of connect. But it's very cool. Like he has his own story and it's and it connects to the brother. And the brother's just trying to help him. And this the son is trying to convince his dad, he's trying to convince the chief, he's trying to like he has someone he cares about, he's trying to protect. Right. And during that protection, it leads to him getting even more trouble. And eventually it sort of leads to the, the main plot ending, which is his uh, his friend Whale. Well, quick hit on the like the bully crew left him out to dry and he was gone for hours hanging out with his whale friend that saved him. And when he finally did come back, the chieftain was like he knew he knew what happened and he was chastised like chastising his son, making him apologize, and he said, Nope. He told me not to do it, so he took the took the hit. Smart. Even no one bought it, but it was it was very smart for someone his age. He's like, I might as well try and get like a friendship out of this, and because uh, it's not like the chieftain's going to do anything to him at that point. So it was good stuff. Yeah, it was smart, and it set it up. And like I said, we had there's a there's a whole scene where they chase down the the whales, and it's this another that's a, that's another scene that's like there are scenes in this movie, and this is how I describe it. That we get the point within yeah. five minutes, uh-huh. but James Cameron shows us what's happening for 25 minutes. There's a whole chasing down the whale scene, and they, they go through the science of how they do it, and they like they chase them down, and they, they shoot them with these like tarpoons that become balloons, so that way the fish can't dive. They always... And they it goes forever, really. It's a long scene, but it's a cool scene, and you get to see it, and 
but a lot of movies would have done it in five minutes. But like, yep, here's here's a whale. We hunted it. We killed it. Its brain excrement is a magic formula for staying young forever. Yep. But James Cameron really made it a 25 minute scene, which is you could debate if that's good or not, but it's definitely his style. He did it. He almost made all the, Titanic the, does it. the whale hunting scene so much more brutal than it had to be. Like the fact yeah. that they kept shooting it with like, hey, these things are hard to kill. So we got to shoot it with like 17 things and mess with their echolocation and this weird description of like how their ears work. And if they stay underwater too long, they die. And that's how they catch them. And they target the cow because it'll never leave the calf. And it's like, there's so much depth here. <laughs> and then the, yeah, I, it's classic. I thought they let the baby Cameron. survived. And then by the end, the baby did not survive. And I was pissed. I was genuine. I, I get why he did it because I genuinely was angry. Even though these are made up yep. animals. <laughs> that's how they do it. But like, yeah, he did it a couple times. Like the landing of the humans back on Pandora. That scene was way longer than it needed to be. Oh, yeah. It showed way more like fire yep. than necessary. But I think that's James Cameron, I think, would argue that like the spectacle, those long scenes, that's the point. The point is yep. like, to get through the plot efficiently is to enjoy the moments. And that's one of them. But so we've, got, we've set all that up. Now our brother, the, the kind of main boy, his whale has been targeted to be attacked. They try to save him. And now they're all caught in the crossfire. Colonel's there. Big boat. Whale hunters are all there. All the kids trying to save outcast whale because bro won't leave them and things like that. And I, I liked how everybody's friends at this point in the story, like all the kids have like put aside their, their squirmishes and it was all good stuff. And then they like, they had to run away from the whalers and they had this whole weird intense escape scene for some of the siblings but from the submarine Which again, things took a long time yeah the kids sure escaping from the submarine took a lot longer than they need to that's that's the one that i would love actually i'm like, surprised the baby girl shorter. the baby girl never died because <laughs> she was in peril for 70 percent of this movie and it was stressing me out <laughs> Dude, I, I'm at the point in life where I like legitimately just wish I'm the person who's like, I wish all movies no one ever died. Just because it stresses me out all movie just waiting for who's going to die. You know, it's going to be like one or two, it's only going to be one person. That's why they gave him four kids. Person. That's why they gave him four kids. You said it at the beginning. I was like, oh, I know. And when we said it, we're like, he's definitely going to kill one of these guys, right? And then like whenever like three of them were in peril, we're like, oh, which one's yeah. going to be? There's like four different scenes in the movie. You're like, ah, is this when the kid dies? Is this? I hate that. I, yeah. I actually hate it. I, I hate it too. I know I that it's it. like it gives the movie stakes, but it stresses me out throughout the movie, and that's why I have to watch it a second time where I'm like, I can relax. I you know, know who dies. Yep. Uh, this is a so, hard one to watch a second time, Coach. <laughs> I'm gonna watch it again. I'm I know, but like three twelve. I'll wait till it's on home release. I'll oh, probably will too. Know, we'll see. Maybe if someone wants to watch me. Uh, but yeah, they do that whole scene. That escape scene's too long. But then there's the fight scene. They, they capture a couple kids. There's a little bit of a stare down. Jake's going to give himself up. But the whale comes to the rescue, and now there's a big giant fight scene. Dude, I loved of... the whale. The outcast whale was like the real MVP of the whole third act. <laughs> oh, yeah, he was baller. Yeah. Uh, he had some dope kills on the I like how guys. he knew how to avoid the harpoons. Like, he put the hardest part of his skull first, so the exploding harpoon would blow up the boat. I'm like, this yep. thing is great. 
He's like the oh, he was smart enough to like use. He used the cable against him. He cut a dude's arm off with oh, his own cable. That was one of the best scenes to watch in 3D. Was this man just lose his whole arm? Which I didn't. I didn't think about it right in the moment. I was like, "You mother! God dang it, James Cameron! It's because he took a fin, so you took it off." Yeah, <laughs> so frustrating. So good. It's good. Uh, good stuff. Well, that stuff's all good. The, the whole action scene's good. There's there's cool spear throwing and diving underwater and out of water and this. And I like. That. I think at one point Jake's like monster bites the neck of the yep. colonel's monster. Yeah, that was, was dope. I was like, yeah, but isn't that your sister too? <laughs> I thought of that yeah. immediately. I was like, eh, I guess you kind of have to, but bummer. you got to do what you got to do. There's some cool stuff, and then yeah, but the all while this is happening, I think this is why this movie works. Is the kids are like, we got to save Spider, who's been with the Colonel the whole time. They mm-hmm. haven't forgot. They kind of get themselves even more trouble doing that. Fight comes to an end, but then there's like a big long fight again with the ship. But everyone's been defeated except I don't even I don't understand. I actually don't understand how they transition from one thing to the other. Well, he recreated the, the Titanic scene and just sank the ship. <laughs> Yeah, he definitely did. But yeah. I like it's yeah. One of the sons died saving Spider. Spoiler alert. The oldest brother. The, di- the oldest son dies. Boned me out because he was the one I identified with the most. But the younger brother's cool too, so that'll be fun in the next one. Yeah, the older brother's supposed to be the one that you like like because there's no reason not to like him. Yeah. Which obviously means he was going to die the whole time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh because it would have been too sad to kill the youngest daughter, who is the only other person who doesn't have their own story. Yep. They weren't, they weren't gonna do that so it's sad they make it they do a good job of him dying i think that seems good the uh the mom sort of freaking out and and jake being like see oh, this is how you hearts. you do the use it scene better than when we reviewed blade trinity he's like use it that's use the worst scene it. in cinema it's, it's one of the worst and yeah like the this scene with jake and his wife was much more you know it worked a lot better yes for okay. the same i know our, concept yep our son's dead he has our daughters though i need you warrior's heart yep I need you strong so that's it's that's a great better. scene um they go in they fight it's now it's just the two of them it's just jake and his wife yep. Jake and zoe mm-hmm. just going ham Oh, yeah, they were going scene. nuts, especially like you unlocked her berserker Just, rage, like I talked about. Like, she's mad, mad now. You killed her kid, dude. She's out there's here. There's a point where she, like, so many dudes puts an oh, arrow in a dude easily, cool, and then pulls yep. it out and shoots it through the dude into another dude. Best kill. Like, I don't even know the science behind there's that. There's so many, but cool. I love no, it. I said it right when we were in there. I was like, I don't think that's physically possible, but it was the coolest thing they could have done right there. <laughs> Yeah, she shot a guy through the head and then put her ball on the side of the guy's head and like pulled the arrow back. Restringed it, it, yeah. <laughs> through the guy's head again and killed another guy in like two seconds. It was it is, top-tier kill. And it's sure. cool that like these avatars are big, they're strong. She did like the there's a specific kill on God of War where like they she stabs a spear right through the dude and like yep. pulls it through the bottom side. That was, was that, that was Jake, was, I think. I think Jake did the spear kill. Jake did the Yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. He did like a sweet tomahawk killer. There's, there's dope. There's all kinds. There's of a lot of good kills. Yeah, fighting going on here. The ending is like whatever. Like you said, the ship ends up flipping, and some kids escape. Is Jake's the, like stuck the, in a one on one? 
Yep, and the mom gets stuck with the baby girl because the baby girl just can't seem to stay free ever. She even acknowledges it, though, at one point. I was like, this is pretty funny. She's like, I can't believe I got caught again. (laughs) (laughs) It was the fourth time in the movie, and it was hilarious. But yeah, she got caught in like a like in part of the ship and they had no idea how to get out and in comes Kiri for the save with her cool and part of me thinks Avatar he just powers. used stock footage of Titanic and then just put blue faces on people it did feel pretty similar but, <laughs> and totally unnecessary I don't think that anything that happened like I don't think any of that stuff had to happen other than for the, the story of the two kids they Fam- came in and both saved a respective saved parent. parents. Yep, and their parents like listened to their kids, so you could tell that they were like, the kids are legit. Like they they're they're getting all their Kiri. Listen to them. You said Kiri, right? Kiri, Kiri, yeah. Kira? Mm-hmm. Kiri. Yeah, Kiri. She gets to use her connection to nature to like guide the lights. Use the, the force for yes. a way out. And she gives like a there's a creature that helps you breathe underwater. Whatever gets Again, that to her mom, which I thought was an interesting move too. But also like. I guess the baby girl was like breathe training while the mom wasn't. So giving her the, the breathing fish made sense, I suppose. But, and the, and the son comes to the dad and like teaches him the breathing technique that he learned from his girl. Yep. Yep. And he's the one who's calm and like, it's, it's good. It's a good Jake moment. Accepted defeat. He was like, I'm dead. Like, just go on without me. Like, I, I'm mm-hmm. not going to be able to make it. And he's like, dude, stop being dramatic. <laughs> I'll teach you yeah. something. It, a good, yeah, good son being the one who saves his dad. And that's good. It's a good moment at the end. And Jake finally gets to say, I see you to his son, which is mm-hmm. cool. Um, so that stuff was cool, but I just don't know if you needed to do the whole 20 minutes of it Titanic helped repair their, it, it repaired the relationship between the dad and the son because the dad literally minutes ago had just said, like, uh, you've done enough. You've done enough. Yeah. And it's like, dude, you can't say that to a kid whose brother just died. <laughs> like, in a way, I guess maybe it was a little his fault because he suggested getting Spider. But at the same time, like, to him, Spider's just another brother. He doesn't see him differently like the parents do. So that tracked completely. And it sucks that the older brother died in the process, but the dad did not handle the situation correctly. And this weird scene they had together repaired it, which was great. Yep. We do see Spider goes and saves the Colonel, who's his dad. Questionable decision. Um, I get it. But also, like, he also bails on him immediately. He's like, look, I'll save you, but I, you're not my dad. I don't want to be any. I don't want anything to do with you. I'm showing you that I am the bigger man here. I show mercy and you never will type of thing, which I was like, OK, I guess that's for good. that character. Yep. And I think it's going to set up the Colonel to be an interesting character in the future. Yes, and set up Spider, I think, to be an interesting character. I'm excited to see him once he becomes like an adult. He's going to get an movie. avatar eventually. He's got like. You think so? Yeah. I kind of think they like the idea of leaving one person as like a human. You'd like, think so, but then he could never uh, have the relationship with Kiri, and you know they're going to keep going with that. So eventually you got to. He might do it anyway. They might do you it. You think so? They might do it Jake's anyway? I don't, like that. I don't think that's how things work, but sure. <laughs> I don't. I mean, they can't have like an actual effective sexual relationship, but they might, you know. That's true. Could, yeah. Fair enough. Like, you could kiss a pig if you want, I guess. It functionally works. It's weird. I wouldn't suggest it. <laughs> but uh, that was a weird. Yeah, a weird analogy. Not a humanoid, but sure. Yeah. Like, what's a, a non-human? There's better. no like, there we go. Yeah. Chip. Chip that feels like. 
That feels like someone might actually do that. And someone did and do it, that, didn't it, I'm sure. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Then they, I don't know. There wasn't a good answer. I should have just, I should have cut it is what I should have done, but I didn't. A Christmas tree. Uh, it's kind of good with a Christmas tree. Anyway, continue. I love Christmas. We'll see. Well, I think, I think he might stay human, but it gives all the kids, like, like we said at the beginning, when you asked, do they, the stories come to an end. The stories do, but it's really, they all get to the next level. Now the kid is accepted Except by his father. The baby girl. The baby girl did nothing, really. She was just a baby. Yep. Which means, makes me think she'll probably get her own story. She'll get something later, for probably. sure. Yeah. But they all kind of take their next Is this, this, this feels Game of Thronesy. That's, I know, I didn't make the connection until right now, but this is very much like House Stark. <laughs> yeah, everyone loves House Stark. I know that they're the best, and uh, uh, Rob Stark was my favorite in that too. So, spoiler alert: Hey, he doesn't make it out so well by the end of the show. Right. Yeah, in Jon Snow were... being the outcast younger brother. You know what? I'm telling George R. R. Martin right now. I'm going to text him real quick. Be like, "Yo, they copying." <laughs> it's not that bad. They did. It's no, similar. It, it is similar though. It's for sure, and that's yeah. The whole idea that solely stick together. I thought it was good. I think it sets up for a good universe of future movies. I think it's my main takeaway from this film. I don't think I'm going to look back on this film like this movie's awesome, but I've watched it a couple times. I, you know, I'll check it out on Netflix at some point or whatever it's on, probably Disney Plus. I will suggest to people that they watch it. I'll watch it probably at least twice between now and when the next one comes out. But mostly I'm excited for future movies. I want when this series to end, I think it's, I want to watch it. I want to watch it. I want to see it. I want to see, does it stack up to other franchises? Is it? I think it's going to. How's it going to stack up to Harry Potter? How's it going to stack up to Lord of the Rings? How's it, you know, other movies that had three, four. Dark Knight. You know, trilogy. Just seven, you know. Yeah. It's going to have enough installments. It's going to have four to five installments at least. Mm -hmm. I want it to come to fruition. Financially, do you think they're gonna i mean how high are their expectations they can't expect it to be a recreation of what happened last time there's no way so like what is what's the what is considered a success here when you spend 13 years building something and plugging millions of dollars into it like is breaking even a success how much more money do they need to make for it to make sense for them to keep making these movies do you do, do you think it even matters? So <laughs> Is he just going to make? Here's the interesting up? part. Here's the the interesting part of the money debate. Is number one, like I said, the third one is literally done. It's done. It yeah. is completely filmed. It's post production. The fourth one is filmed. So most of the money has already been paid. And when you think about, like, oh, what's the budget of this movie? We don't really know the budget of this movie because its budget is also the third movie's budget. It's also part of the fourth movie's budget. So, like, what you need to think about is, like, for all three of those movies, what do all three of them, they all need to make probably on average a billion dollars. I would say between the next three films, they need to average probably over a billion. Do now, you like think all things, this recaptured the, 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 you know, the magic of the first one? It's a tough call. I again, liked it just as again, much. Again, no. Again, again, I think as an actual movie, I think it's a better movie. Mm-hmm. I think it's more. I think it's more interesting of a movie overall. I think if you had never watched Avatar one, you just watched what well, came in, watched this movie, you'd get it, you'd understand it, and it would be a better movie. 
it's not going to capture people the same. No matter how much I sit here and tell you guys, and I'm going to Josh, I think, wax poetic about the beginning. When we tell you guys, it is absolutely visually more impressive than like you think. Like when you think in your head, oh, I've seen things that look good. No, no you haven't though. Like, yeah, and like that's Mandalorian right. and some of the more modern Star Wars things are great. They do look pretty cool. Just child's play, doodle art. That's what that. That's what those things are compared to this. Like Grogu against any of these guys, like it's not even a close thing. It's just not. So I, I think there are going to be people who like sure, but. who hear. Yeah, yeah. There are going to be people who hear that and then they're going to go watch it. I think, and that's mostly what. But the first Avatar was like. <sighs> I never understood why the as much, first Avatar blew up. I never got it. When I was younger, I kind of get it now, but I did not understand why this weird movie about blue people avatars from the guy that made Titanic made a billion dollars. Like, what? What? what's the substance here? What happened? How did that happen? And I think they're trying to do it again, but no one can explain the first one. Right. I think the first one's biggest thing was this idea that, like, Hey, you think you've seen 3D before. Right. But like, this is actually a good 3D movie. This is like legitimately different than anything you've ever experienced. And as much as this Avatar 2 is, I think, as impressive a technological jump as you could make, it's not new technology. It's not, I mean, it is new technology, but it's not, people have seen 3D movies. Right. <laughs> They're not going to be like, oh, I have to go see Avatar 2. I've never seen a 3D movie. Even though I'm telling you, you probably should. If you cared about, that part of the first one, this one does it better. Yep, for sure. Which makes it 13 years later. So. It's just not. It's not going to make $2 billion. It's just not going to do it. Nope. It might have the legs to make a billion dollars. And then... I mean, it is going to be released in China as far as I know. So that's going to be a big uh, inflation of money that some... I think they would love. Previous They would love by the end of January to be looking at $1.2 billion. But the nice thing is, again... It's about, because it's Disney-owned now, it's about the trailers for Marvel movies to begin. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's about the fact that people love the Pandora Disney World Park. Yeah. Love it. Love it. You think there was, the was there a commercial for Disney World before this? I feel like there was. <laughs> it felt oh, like, I don't know. I don't remember exactly. That's what I'm saying. So it's about that. Get people to go to that part of the park, spend money there. Keep the line for the Pandora ride at two and a half hours. Those things are also a success, even though it's not directly tied to box office. And frankly, I think because the next movie doesn't have a 10 year gap, I think it's next year. So the fact that are you it's sure? be like, I thought it was over two years. Maybe it is next year, though. I don't, I don't know. It might be 23. They might have changed it. But I thought the idea was going to do one, one, one year, year. Then two year, two year. I could see it. No, one year, then two year, two year, I think was the original plan, but they might have switched it. But regardless, that's a definitely close enough time that you're legitimately building a fan base. So if this makes a billion, guess what? The next one's going to make a billion five. Mm-hmm. And that now you're on now you're on track for success. I think so, this one's looking at like probably seven fifty, and then the next one gets the billion they were looking for. But we'll see. It's definitely possible. There's no movies coming out for a fat minute. So true. What, what else is going to be in the main? IMAX. Mario. <laughs> Theater. When does Mario come I don't know. I don't remember. I know that there's a lot of hype behind Mario. There was a trailer for it I and everything. You got it. I think, the, I think I think Ant-Man comes out before Mario. 
but I could be totally wrong. Ant-Man March? Or is it February? Yeah. So I think the new Mario movie comes out, yeah, May. Oh, uh, I'm way off. Summer. No, it's April. April 7th. April, yeah. I actually saw I saw four and I said March or something. Uh, I said May. Yeah, April. So, uh, Ant-Man is the next big movie. You got a long time between now and Ant-Man. And yeah, there's not going to be a whole lot else to watch. Christmas break is coming up. I mean, you can't, you, you know that was intentional. It's like, oh, kids are about to be off of school for two weeks straight? Hmm. Like, just at well, the, that's the showing of... we went to, like, there was a kid who was probably, like, 9 to 11, somewhere in that range, right next to me. Like, he wasn't around for the first one, but him and his family went out for, like, a cool family movie night on a Thursday because you think he's on Christmas break. So they're just like, let's go have some fun. I was like, hey, that's, well, that was part of I can get behind that. Dynamic. That was that's part of why Avatar, the first one was success, because it was the first movie to do this week It's the same week that the first one. It was the first one to be like, you know, it's a good weekend right in the middle of December, right before Christmas break. No one had ever tried it and like released a big movie. And it's smart so because again, it's so smart. I'm nothing comes no out in all January. I think they were just like, ah, no one goes to the movies in January. It's like, well, or there's never any good movies to go to. Yep. So we'll see. We'll see how it works out. But I think this is a movie worth watching. I think my final, I think I, I like the eight I gave it. I don't feel good about how much I like this movie. I would tell people to watch it. I know it's three hours, but it's a good movie. It's, yeah. It's I mean, that's what I'm gonna tell. I've already had people ask me how it was. I was like, it was fantastic. Be ready to sit there for a while. <laughs> like it's it's really good. It's also really long. It's very similar to what I said about the Batman movie because that's made it into one of my favorite movies at least in the last five years. Probably top fifty of all time, somewhere in that range, which is pretty pretty I find good. So fascinating. You and it's like so Batman long. I know. I love Batman. I think of the three epics, I think I have Batman last. Of the three big movies, I think I like. Oh, I like Black Batman Panther way more than more Wakanda. Than you did, I know. You yeah, did. I like, I like Wakanda, Wakanda slightly better than Batman. That's great. I just kind of don't like the way Batman. I don't know. There's definitely parts of Batman that are really, really cool. I liked all of them, but I think this is this is my favorite. I think I like this slightly better than Wakanda. Maybe that's a tough one. That's a tough call. I really like Wakanda. So I would tell people watch it if, if you have some friends. Carve out an evening, go watch it, and then come play Game of Thrones board game with me. It's gonna be a good time. Love it. Mm-hmm. Nice open invite to it's the, the only to the CEO. to the millions listening at home. <laughs> yes, to all of my listeners, shoot me up. Drive, just drive over here anytime. Show up unannounced. Don't do that. Yeah. Anytime. It's bad. Uh, bad no, move. All right. That was show that was up at Josh's house. Nope. And thank you guys for joining us. Uh, we'll be back for just a regular. You know, Marvel stuff. Marvel known for Marvel Christmas. Who knows what next week? But we wanted to do something fun. So hope you guys liked it. Um, do you have thirty seconds? You want to talk about the Spider-Man into the multiverse trailer? I have nothing to say about it. It looked cool, but that's we already knew that. Uh, I mean, yeah, it didn't push the needle for me. I was going to watch it regardless. So hey, exciting stuff. Oscar Isaac's twenty Spider-Man twenty ninety nine or whatever it looks pretty cool. So sweet. Yeah, we'll talk about it. Well, you know, we'll, we'll dedicate a, we'll dedicate a good solid fifty. Scott the Hilly Steinfeld is just out here starring in all the Marvel projects. It's <laughs> true. All right, uh, good job by you. That was fun. Try not to have too much fun without us, guys. 
Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey guys, in case it wasn't obvious, we here at Marvel Stuff and the Gotham City Rogues podcast do not own any of the IP we talk about. We're just fans having a good time talking about the things we love.